Welcome to the Liberty Experts Podcast, where all your liberty questions are answered, discussed, and debated by experts. Now, here are your liberty experts, Tim Moen and David Birnbaum. Hey, Tim. How's it going? Hey, David. It's going great. You know, it's, uh, it's a hot one here. Uh, Northern Alberta, it's been like 30 degrees the last couple of days. It sucks not having air conditioning on days like these. Uh, but, you know, hockey's back on. Oilers won 4-1 four, four to one over the Flames in their first game. So, you know, things are looking pretty good. Hockey in July. Interesting. I know. 30 degrees out and they're playing ice hockey. Nice. Um, so today we had a viewer who asked us to talk about CERB and UBI. And I thought it was you know, definitely, or you thought it was worth talking about. And then I eventually agreed because I think it's important to um, talk about again, because I think it's become a lot more likely um, because, you know, there's, I don't know exactly all of the details of CERB, but I know in the U S they're essentially just paying people uh, because of the pandemic, right? There's like pandemic stipends and stuff that everyone's getting. And I know, like every student is able to get it in Canada and stuff through CERB. And so, and there's this claim, um, I don't know about CERB more broadly, but UBI, like the UBI portion, let's call it. Um, there's this idea that, well, see, this works. We should just continue to do this, right? right. And so, you know, you, you never undo government regulations. Now they're allowed to give everyone money every month. So why not just keep doing it? Um, so I do think it's important and worth talking about. And, you know, I think it's important to separate two things with respect to UBI. And, you know, if you're going to have government programming, if you're going to like take money from some and give to others, the best thing is to do a UBI, <laughs> to scrap all other social programs and do a UBI. But, you know, we can get into, you know, my reasons for that. But I think that's important to separate from, no, it's not good generally. And they're probably just going to add this on top of all of the other social programs. So those are kind of like the two things I think worth talking about. But do you have any initial thoughts and any additional context about CERB more broadly? No, I mean, you know, I, I predicted <laughs> that this would happen, right? Once they started handing out checks for all the people that they, they basically um, prohibited from going to work and being productive. Uh, I predicted that, uh, you know, you watch people are going to turn this into a, uh, a promotion for the UBI and it's not going to be the kind of people that you and I, that, that would support you UBI for reasons that you and I might support it. Uh, it's going to be the leftists who want it in addition to every other, uh, welfare and leftist program there is. Um, you know, I also predicted by the way that, they're going to look at all these lockdowns and say, look, see, these lockdowns work. They save, save lives. We decrease carbon emissions and uh, everything's good. And they're going to use that as an excuse to, to uh, clamp down on, on uh, CO2 emissions and energy use. Um, so you watch for that. That's going to be coming in the in, next couple of years, I predict, that they're going to do that. In Toronto too, they like transition the streets, right? So now like all of the streets have like enlarged patios, right? So the streets like downtown Toronto got shifted from like two lanes each direction to one lane each direction, right? So it's mm -hmm. now all pedestrian friendly and stuff. And there's been a like a move towards that anyways, a very anti-car movement in that way as right. well. 
and that's like you know people love it why would we go back so it's just another example of how it's going to be hard to undo these things yeah absolutely absolutely yeah and so now proponents of the ubi are are talking about how you know look look at how wild serbs doing right and of course i talk to business owners and people saying that it's hard for them to get employees to come back to work because they'd rather just collect their serb check they don't make much more at the job they're at, you know, their, their, you know, maybe yeah. minimum wage job. Why would they go back to that when they can stay unemployed and collect CERB? Um, so, you know, th- this is going to have catastrophic effects on society more than likely, you know, like it's just, just decreasing the work ethic. I, I mean, when I was growing up, it was always like, you, you can always make a good living if you just put your nose to the grindstone and work hard. Like you just got to get out there and work hard and work hard work, sucks at first but you know what it's not that bad once you get used to it and eventually you might be able to even work your way up to a job that you actually enjoy and it doesn't feel so much like work and still earn that good living um and and that was just a given and it was just something that yeah you had to do like brushing your teeth or or whatever or doing personal hygiene yeah yeah you had to do some work and um that seems to be coming eroded now right it's like um when the government can just give me money. Why would I ever need to work again? I can play video games. I can watch TV. I can do all these things at home, uh, you know, and, and, and be happy. So, uh, so there's a psychological component to this too, that I think are going to make people far more receptive to the UBI than maybe they were before. And that's another reason why, why they're pushing it. But as far as the UBI goes, you know, I, I, I have some sympathies towards the idea, like you said, of scrapping everything else, as a transition to a free market and and installing a UBI instead of these welfare programs where you know the money just goes directly to a person they don't have we don't have to have these huge bureaucracies screening people to see whether they're welfare worthy or not everyone just gets the same amount of welfare and that sort of thing I don't know how you control for price inflation when you do that it seems like you have to print a whole lot of money to do that it seems like you have to tax productive people a whole lot to do that um, so, so I don't really, you know, see that as a huge step in the right direction. Milton Friedman at one time advocated for something similar to UBS. I called a negative in- income tax, where if uh, your income fell below a certain level, you would get um, a top up to that level. So, say the the minimum level, maybe it was ten thousand dollars a year, or something like that. If you made five thousand dollars a year you'd get a top up to that $10,000 level level, and you wouldn't stop, start paying income tax until uh, you were well above that level or something like that. And so it, you know, at least with that one, it didn't remove your incentive to work necessarily um, because you could still, you know, earn more money or something like that was his theory. But what he learned and what I'm is what I'm afraid of is when he started talking with senators about how the negative income tax would work, he realized very quickly that they wanted to um, have this kind of UBI in addition to all their other welfare programs. And so my understanding is he kind of withdrew his support for it after he realized how it was actually going to be used politically. Um, and, And, you know, it wasn't going to be used the way he wanted. So, uh, that would be my concern. Yeah, and so I have three points. One is, um, the other thing is psychologically for the people who are like kind of, let's call it casual leftists, like what, what sells them on UBI in addition to other programs is like, well, 
clearly during a pandemic, people needed more help. And so we gave them money and it helped them. Like that makes sense. Don't we want to care about people? Don't we want to take care of these people during a pandemic? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, but these people, they struggle basically that much anyways. They don't have a job before the pandemic. More people don't have a job now, but shouldn't we just give them money anyways? And it's like, it's like a gateway drug, right? It's like, oh, it worked for this acute situation. Don't you see how it works for the chronic situations as well? Right. And so it kind of helps ease people into it because they have a sample. It's more comfortable. It's not this scary new thing. And so that's kind of what happens in the mass mind, let's call it, right? Right, right. And, um, and this is, this, this is uh, actual, you know, I know quite often, like leftists coin this term called trickle-down economics to kind of parody uh, or, or uh, uh, I guess, criticize um, Reaganomics, which is like su supply-side economics, which was like, let's not tax producers and companies um, because that will... Uh, you, you know, our economy will produce more, there'll be more jobs, you know, people will end up making more money to lift all boats, basically, if if we unleash production, mm -hmm. right? And, and you know, the left, left said, well, what, the rich people are just going to hand money down to the poor people and, and like give them more wages? Like, why wouldn't they just keep more profits, right? And of course, that, that totally misses the point and, and misconstrues uh, supply side economics, which says, you know, like the wealthy people get wealthy because they produce stuff and the more they produce, the more uh, wealthy they become, but also so more wealthy become people that work for them. Um, competitors now compete and, and it drives wages up because these competitors try to attract employees with higher wages and different things. So yeah. all these competitive forces drive up wages, drive up produ productivity, all that, all that sort of thing. Right. But this, what you're talking about with UBI, trickle-down economics actually is a more apt description for this. It's like the government at the top gets all this money and then it trickles down to all these people and lifts all the boats, right? So it steals all this money into a giant pool because the problem you see is that we just don't have enough money. If we had more money printed up, we'd all be more well off. Well, no, that that's completely wrong. Yeah. Uh, consumption doesn't drive economics, production drives it. And so what we want is productivity and the more productive a society is, that's what raises all the boats. And so what we have right now in a modern day capitalist society, even though, you know, it's, it's far from an ideal capitalist society as you know, you and I would say, but Mixed still economy, not the, the, the poorest people today have iPhones. They have, you know, they, they have things that Kings of, uh, you know, a hundred, 200 years ago would be envious of. Right. And so in one sense, even though they might not have that much money in the bank, they have, you know, poor people in America die of obesity. Right. I mean, that's that's a fairly new thing. And that's because of capitalism. So so um, all the boats have been lifted, like people are, are more wealthy in terms of their material abundance, their ability to flourish and and all the things that money supposedly buys. And that's because of free market capitalism of right. not and taxing the overly taxing the productive and giving that money to and redistributing it around. And so this UBI would also, if it's used in addition to all these other programs, it's going to be a tax on the productive. It's going to limit yeah. our productivity and that's going to sink the boats. We, they, people may have more money in the bank accounts, but, but that's not going to, that money isn't going to go as far because prices are going to dr be driven up as there's not enough goods and services uh, out there. The, the goods and services will become more scarce and that drives up prices. So, uh, you know, it's just a bad, 
bad policy all around. Yeah, and I think the, for me, the most important thing is to really understand the motivation behind the left wing, let's call it the statists, the socialists generally, right? And so they don't want everyone as a whole to be better off. They want everyone to be equal, right? That's, they care about egalitarianism. They care about equity. And so it doesn't matter if everyone's getting better, if the rich are getting more rich than the poor are getting more rich. And so, you know, what a UBI does is it's, and this connects to one of my other two points is that it's actual just wealth redistribution. Right. Right. That's what they want. And it's like they're finally getting the balls to just say, that's what we're going to do. We're just going to take from the rich and give to the poor. And there's no more, there's less of a claim as to side benefits or whatever. Oh, well, they need healthcare. It's just them finally saying, no, like you shouldn't be as rich as you are. It doesn't matter if other people, like everyone should be more equal. That's what they're aiming at. And that's what UBI does. And so it's almost them becoming more honest finally. Right. Because mm-hmm. to me, that's what socialists are always after wealth redistribution. But it's hard to sell that initially. Right. You can't right. sell that to the average person when, well, why should a thousand dollars a month just be taken from me and given to someone else? That doesn't seem fair. But if you say, right. oh, but don't you think everyone needs health care? Oh, yeah. OK, I'll pay for health care for other people. Right. So it's a mental thing. Yeah. And so it's like the socialists are finally getting ballsy enough to to just say we want we want to just take money from the rich and give to the poor but i want to add one other point which i think is really important they will never allow i don't think the actual socialists for ubi to be the only program because the way you and i would support the ubi that's saying okay if we're going to redistribute wealth we should at least let the free market still run in most sectors and people just have you know, some support to engage in the free market. But that is us betting that the average person who gets UBI is a rational actor who will make the right decisions for themselves. And that right. is not what socialists think. The yeah, people and, can't take and, care of themselves, and, and so the state has to take care of them. Well, yeah, and, and that, and let's say whatever the number they de- we decide the UBI is going to be, let's say 10000 or $20,000 a year, how long are the socialists going to be satisfied with that number? I mean, that, that, those dollars aren't going to go as far uh, mm. the next year, the t- two years from now, as we get price inflation. They're always going to want more. They're always going to be jealous of the rich. And I mean, that's ultimately what we're talking about. This is the politics of jealousy. I mean, my ancestors in, in Soviet Union uh, experienced the same thing. They were branded kulaks for working hard and building up a prosperous farm, hacking it out of the wilderness. And the communists branded them kulaks. And, and there was all this jealousy in the community about their, their prosperity. And they taxed them more and more and more because, you know, their, you know, their prosperity was seen as unfair or something like that. It's a very childish mentality. It reminds me of kids. And I think a lot of it, and it, you know, a lot of uh, socialists yeah. are just young people just coming out of the family. And what's your mm-hmm. experience in the family? Well, if so-and-so gets a treat, then the other person has to get a treat. And if my brother gets a motorbike, then I have to get a motorbike. And if he's getting a motorbike and I don't, that's grossly unfair. And in a sense, it is kind of unfair. It's like maybe in the family, resources should be evenly spread out among the kids. And that seems like a fair thing. But now we're, we're talking about adults and, you know, having to work for that. But, you know, um, 
so so it, it's yeah. like the politics of a, of a child basically who's never had to produce anything or uh, take any responsibility to to make their life better it's always been handed to them from someone on high who they want to be very benevolent and very fair with them um but but you know that 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 stuff has to come from somewhere they don't see the the all the work their parents have to do to get that stuff to hand to them and so the good parents get their parent get get their kids on uh pay them for work or something like that or say listen if you want to earn more money if you want more treats you do need to do more chores around the house you need to kind of earn this right and that's how you you um i think properly raise a kid but i, I think that kind of parenting is getting fewer and fewer you know it's getting much more scarce um than in my day yeah and and bringing it back to serb as well like and and what it comes down to is socialism happens slowly right sure so it's just this is an additional program for a specific reason that people are comfortable with they're scared it's chaotic let's add a little more socialism and then yeah. oh well it worked now let's add a little more socialism let's that's it's always just incremental socialism right because it would be yeah. hard to sell to this culture yeah. at all at once and so that's what CERB is. It's like, oh, clearly we need this now. Like, you know, setting aside that the reason the economy tanked was primarily the government action, not the pandemic, right? Yeah. And then, oh, let, let the guy who sold you the poison sell you the cure. And then, yeah. oh, didn't that cure make you feel good? You should just right, actually right. take that all of the time to prevent sickness in the future. That's all it is, yeah. right? And so it's just yeah. slow suicide, by the culture. Yeah, it's, you know, liberty dies by a thousand paper cuts, not by one swift sword through the heart, right? And yeah. so it dies very slowly and then it, then very quickly, right? Because at a certain point, you've lost enough blood that everything collapses. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, you, you're absolutely right. And that's why, you know, I, I, I haven't supported the UBI and the party. Um, if we had like the main goal of, of the libertarian party is to connect people with the principles of liberty. Right. And so, um, like I, I've just come to, to believe that we, we just need a, a clear radical message. And by radical, I just mean unapologetically principled. Um, and it's mm -hmm. going to be unpopular with a lot of people. They're going to push back and there's going to be arguments to be, that are going to be made for UBI that are reasonable that it can be a, a transition point on the way to uh, liberty. It, it might be a way to get rid of all these things, but that will only be the case if we have a tipping point of libertarians in Canada. If, if Canada was a libertarian country and its culture decided we want to dramatically limit government and we want to do it in a responsible way. So we're not going to get like pull the car carpet out from under people and get rid of things. We're going to transition to a UBI and get rid of these programs and that, that will replace it and provide a bit of a safety net for people. We're not going to get rid of public health care uh, right away. We're just going to legalize health care and, and all the prohibitions on people starting entrepreneurial mm. medical businesses. Um, okay. That, that is a good transitional step if we have a society and a culture that has the same goals as us, but it doesn't right now it's very leftist. And it, yeah. if we come out in support of the UBI, all people are going to remember is that libertarians support the socialist program, right? So we, we just have to be right. very principled in our stance right now. And I don't believe that a UBI right now is going to be a step towards liberty. I think it's going to be a step towards socialism. And so that's why I won't support it. No, I, I totally agree. And so I, I thank the, you, the viewer who submitted this question, yeah. uh, we really appreciate it. And if anyone else, feel free to, you know, send us a, a message on Facebook or post on our page. 
facebook.com slash the Liberty experts. And please consider supporting us on subscribe start at the Liberty experts.com and tune in next time.